And now another episode of Mind Escape with Michael and Maurice. Take it away, Michael. All right, folks, welcome back to Mike and Maurice's Mind Escape. We have episode number 111 today. Uh, we're going to be talking about strange encounters and weird experiences. Uh, you can check us out at Patreon, patreon.com slash Mike and Maurice for just $2 a month. You'll get exclusive access to uh, interviews and videos um, and content you can't find on our YouTube channels and podcasts. Um, also, you can visit us at Mike and Maurice Mind That's our website. Check it out. And uh, we're on all social media platforms. If you're watching this video, please subscribe and hit the like button. And if you're listening on audio, Please uh, subscribe to our uh, audio channels and leave us a nice little review. We appreciate that. What's going on? Yellow. Must be Groundhog's Day. We're back. <laughs> it's just going to keep going on and on and on and on. <laughs> no, I mean, the so this is our second episode live today, which I don't know if we, have we done that. We might have done it once or twice, but... Um, we didn't get to any earlier this week. I had too much stuff going on. I know you were busy and weren't feeling well also. So um, we wanted to get a couple in regardless. And uh, here we are. Uh, today we're going to be talking about the weirdest things that have happened to us. And is there an explanation for it? What do we think happened? Um, that kind. And of I love how you're trying to conjure up things in my own life. It's like I was asking because I'm telling you, man. This, this guy's like that, nothing. That, nothing that weirds ever happened to me. And and I. Well, I've told my I've told my stories on here before, but we'll get to those in a minute here. No, we won't. Uh, no, but yes, you might not want. To. <laughs> uh, for sure, though, um, weird things have happened to me for sure that I can't explain, and I consider myself. I you know I haven't seen anything crazy in terms of like a UFO or something, you know, like that, that's, um, like a physical thing or something along those lines. But in definitely I've had a lot of weird experiences around altered states of consciousness. Um, so why don't we start with you though? What's the weirdest thing since you don't have that many things, what's the weirdest thing that's happened to you? Uh, man, now I'm second guessing myself, but Ooh. actually when I was a kid, I, when I was a kid, I used to be able to predict what episode of Fresh Prince was coming on that day? <laughs> That's your superpower. It was, it was so weird because it was like a subconscious thing where I'd be walking around and something would pop into my head. Um, something, let's say, Will's in the in the, the the pool house and he's he's like flicking hats off the the shelf or something. So that would like pop into my head randomly. I'd have no idea where it was coming from, and then sure enough. 5.30, UPN, baby, Fresh Prince, so what, and it would be that episode. Do you think and it's it, would like ha it happened to me probably 20 times or so. Like precognition? So I thought, yeah, I guess. I guess that's what, how you would uh, classify it. I would I would always think about it, and I, I thought maybe I'm tapping into myself in the future. Um, or maybe that is what uh, some of these psychics have. They just know how to hone it way better. Also, keep in yeah. mind, I was younger. I think this was around fourth, fifth grade. So a lot of people think when you're a child, you have more of a connection to this, we'll call it Dimension X. I've had a couple weird things like what you're saying happen, which I would classify them as a little different than other weird things. But um, I had, when I was, when we were younger, we were both like into hockey and stuff. And I remember watching a Red Wings game, and I was playing mini sticks. 
and uh, I kept mm-hmm. ripping a shot and going, he shoots, he scores, and it happened on TV. And then I do it again, and it happened on TV, and it was like seven to nothing. Like Sergey Fedorov scored like four goals this one game. And the good I, old days. And I kept on saying it, but after I would say it, it would happen. And it was just like, to me, it was like, is this magic? Like even as a kid, I'm like, this is magic if I keep doing it. And that's where I feel like maybe the idea of, um, you know, like rituals or um, – uh, what am I looking for here? Just the idea. Well, how old were you? Well, no, when just this was going just on? the idea that uh, you know, like um, belief that there's something else. I, I I think I was I don't know ten, eleven, something around there. So you don't think that maybe just by you watching the TV, you were just mimicking that? So instead of you having it start, it was actually the TV that got you in that mindset of he shoots, he scores. Well, I started the first time I go, he shoots, he scores, like one, like zero, one, and he shoots, he scores, like that kind of, and then same thing on the happened on the TV. So it was me doing it, and then it would happen. It wasn't the other way around. God, that brings back the feeling of, I remember when we used to come over to your house on Hampton, the first house on Hampton, um, or maybe you only had one on Hampton, but... We would come over there, and it would be a nice Sunday. The Red Wings would be on. We'd have a pizza. We'd go in the basement. We'd watch We'd watch up. Mm-hmm. Good times, bro. But it's weird how you have these connections to when you're a childhood. Like that feeling that I'm describing, I can, I've never had that feeling again. And you don't really realize that you're having those feelings until you look back on them, and you go, oh, that's the feeling and the mindset I was in at that point in my life. Yeah. No, actually, I just finished watching True Detective again, and Woody Harrelson sums it up perfectly in that he's like, he's like, do you know the good years when you're in them, or do you? No, you don't. Yeah, you don't. He's like, are you? Do they just, uh, you know, then bad things start to happen, and you realize what was, you know, something along those lines. Yeah. Oh my God, he's so profound in that. That's some of the best writing for movie, TV, anything. Yeah. Uh, that see, that's like that's why TV was was looked at so highly because it's it's a 10-hour movie essentially but again writing a 10-hour movie you got to have a lot of things that all work together to make it be successful right oh absolutely so yeah, both tv fails hard at it but you both know Woody they, Harrelson they and um matthew mcconaughey were excellent in that perfect counterparts to play off each other because yeah. you need the other guy it's it's the duality almost it's a it's a sums it up within yeah, the, the, ra- the rational uh stoic guy and then the uh completely you know crazy guy off the wall well, matthew mcconaughey yeah. was both crazy and sane like he thought there was no point of anything but then he also would say the most weird um off the cryptic yeah cryptic and like mystical you know type you know way of wording things that kind of stuff so but that show is so rooted in reality plus all the feelings that he had Anyone could could connect to that because he lost his daughter, right? And then that that'll that'll if let's say you're a hardcore any religion and you believe everything happens for a reason or there's a master plan or God's watching out for me or whatever, and then you lose a, a, a child, that's gonna shatter your whole belief system. And they played that up perfectly in that show. Yeah. Until the end, where I think he uh, he kind of sees that maybe there is something more. So I, that's why I liked it so much. It, it leaves it open ended. Yeah, um, they could have done. They should have used them and gone further into the whole um, story and gone up the the, the chain, the of, ladder, yeah, and, and yeah. done it that way. I thought that would have been that could have been a, probably one of the best series of all time if they did that. But 
Well, we know it's fell off the, <laughs> fell off the track since yeah. then, but what are you going to do when you make the first season? The other thing is that guy had his whole life to write that first season, so... You know, when you first make your first movie, you're, the whole thing, you, everything you've ever been working on is that movie, and you're going to make it as best as you can as far as the script's concerned. Then HBO picks you up. you got to write something quick. Right. Well, good luck, buddy. <laughs> yeah, and that, that, that was a problem. You, you write a masterpiece, and then you're expected to follow it up with another masterpiece, and that's easier said than done. Obviously, we're artistic people, and there's plenty of times where – Sophomore I, slump. I followed something up with complete poop. So, <laughs> but what's uh? So let's get some mystical experiences on the table here. Well, it doesn't even have to be, but yeah, that's kind of. But so yours was predicting Fresh Prince at an early age. If I'm getting yes, yes. So now pre- write it and so, put it in the description of the video. So, pre- so precognition though is kind of what you're. That's kind of what you're. You're saying that when you were younger, you had you were more. Um, you were more tuned in, in tune. or something along those lines where could it be that they were just in the same rotation or something like that and you knew the order or something like that so you're able to predict i'm, I'm, I'm i thought i'm about not trying that, to play devil's whole, advocate i'm just asking you know right but the whole idea would pop into my head randomly like i'd be at the store and a, a thing of salt would fall off and i would remember oh in this episode the, the salt falls off <laughs> then that episode would be on i don't think that's the order of things yeah that's how I remember it. Again, like you were saying in epi- the episode before this, we perceive things the way we want to perceive them or the way we do perceive them. Yeah. So is that reality or not? I don't know. Yeah. And I think that when you start to analyze things, I think people that have weird experiences, they probably have analyzed them, but they're, they go more with what they don't know than what they do know when they analyze it, if that makes sense. So I think that if people approach, I think there would be more explanations for things, but I do think that there still are weird things um, at the root of a lot of these that we just don't understand, whether it be beyond our comprehension or whatever the case may be with that. But I do think that there's something at the root of all, uh, all the weirdness that we just, we can't fathom at this point with our idea of what consciousness is and stuff. Um, what else? You had another, um, I think you might have mentioned it on another episode, but the light flickering incident, is that the only other weird? Yeah, one of my really close friends passed away, and we would always hang out in the basement and stuff, and I actually have a, I think he, he left some clothes at my house, and I have them in my basement, like, ready to be washed, and then I just never cleaned them, and they're just hanging up, so these clothes are right by the light, and then uh, I was playing some music down there, really thinking about him for some you know it was close actually to his death i was really thinking about him i had him on the brain and then i was playing a song that got to a point where it was pretty sentimental and the light actually started flickering uh that that that's actually happened for no reason whatsoever down there but it doesn't happen often and i feel like Whenever it happens, there's just some. I don't know when it when it happened. It shocked me, and it like I I I started crying when it when it happened. Right. So if it's myself putting feelings behind some something created by a, a short circuit or whatever, then maybe that's true. But if it's true to me, then who's saying that it isn't true altogether? No, that's that's a good point. Now chew on that. Well, I mean, even uh, Dennis and. Terrence McKenna have said it where it's like if if something happens and you experience it it is indeed real now 
if it's weird or whatever, does it have a bearing on reality? And that's kind of what you have to figure out. It may or may not. So, um, yeah, that's, that's an interesting one. Um, so for me, I've had a lot of weird experiences, but there are a lot of them are tied to, um, consciousness. Um, so, uh, one of them, well, I'll mention the one that I've, I've mentioned it here on the podcast before. I don't know how in depth I've gone into it. So I might've gone into depth. I don't know, but whatever, I'm going to repeat it regardless. Cause it is crazy. Um, when my mom first found out that she had breast cancer, uh, I went back home to Michigan to visit her. And, um, at the time my wife, you know, family's from there too. So she was staying at her mom's house. Uh, when I went to go, I went to go pick her up to bring her back to my mom's house for dinner on the way there, it was a path that I, you know, martyr. I've taken that how many street, how many times, a million times in my life. Probably, I mean, yeah, we used to drive up and down it all the time. Um, and um, I'm driving to a martyr, and I start to, I'm all shook up. I just saw my mom, you know, very emotional, and I start to uh, pray, which I hadn't done in since I was probably a lot younger. Uh, I prayed to God, I prayed to uh, our grandfather, her her father, I prayed to Jesus. And as I was saying, Jesus, blah, 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 this old man turns the corner on a bike and on the front is this huge sign that says, Jesus loves you. Now, I've never seen this guy before. I've asked a couple people that I know that live in that area. They've never seen this guy. Maybe he's there a lot, maybe he's not. But the, the timing of it when I was saying Jesus's name and praying and, you know, um, and that coming up, it's just, it's crazy. Some people obviously would say it's a coincidence, but, uh, I got like goosebumps and I had that, you ever have that feeling where it's almost like ginger ale running down the back of your spine? Not just, that's the exact feeling I had when that light started. Yeah. Not, not just goosebumps, but it's like something even more intense than that, where there's also like this, like feeling of energy too, that I don't know, I can't really describe it. I'm sure most people listening that, um, uh, well, you're clearly tuning into a frequency. Yeah, they've people know what I'm talking about to a certain extent. I mean, everybody's at least gotten the goosebumps, whether it's listening to music or hearing something crazy or whatever the case may be. But so that was the probably one of the weirdest things that was like physical reality that happened to me. That wasn't, you know, on psychedelics or wasn't meditating or wasn't anything like that. So that was the weirdest thing. Um, Second weirdest, strangest thing that happened to me um, recently would be uh, in meditation. I was meditating, and um, my I had a sister pass away when I was a lot younger, um, and she had a bunch of like issues from you know birth. She, mm-hmm. um, so I, when I was meditating, I saw this like disembodied, beautiful, like cherub, angely type head with uh like long curly hair and it was like disembodied this was deep in meditation this was like an hour and a half into meditation um definitely getting some sort of visuals or seeing things um and then like over to my right i pick up this sense of this disembodied head it was just like floating around and so i didn't even put two and two together but um Later, a picture had popped up of my sister that passed away on like social media, and um, I got this feeling that um, that, that, was, that her? was her, like all like not having any like issues that she had, and like um, 
you know, genetic defects, that kind of a thing. And it was just her as like a whole, um, whole being or whatever. So that was kind of a, and again, I got a weird feeling during that too. And I'm not like this, like, oh, I pray. And, you know, I'm not that type of a person. So for these things to kind of happen like that are um, pretty interesting to me. Um, and again, I'm fully, um, I'm fully open to the idea that these were just my, this was just my brain. There's some subconscious Subconscious or my brain putting together things or whatever the case may be. So I'm definitely open to that. I'm not saying, but these are just the weirdest things that have happened to me. Um, yeah. So that was that one um i would say the i think these weird things always they have a feeling attached to them right whether it be a ufo or you could you could argue that having some some very vivid dreams could be one of these weird experiences especially if it was a lucid dream visit lucid dream yeah dreams you know all those yeah for sure um I guess another one, and we'll talk about this. I want to do an episode where we talk about our, you know, best trip reports. And I would put this one in there. But um, so the first time um, I ate uh, mushroom psilocybin, do you remember that when I stayed at your house that one night? Do you, yeah. Okay. That's so, when you saw the group yeah. in the floor. <laughs> okay. So um, this is super weird. Um, so we were in high school we were at i think we were at my cousin rob's girlfriend's house it was like around new year's i don't know if it was new year's but we were like checking in with the fish updates on twitter on what fish was playing and i remember that and we were watching movies and stuff like that too i think it was at katie's house and uh i ate two two grams um nothing was happening for like a long time like we were there for what a couple hours nothing happened and then all of a sudden Uh when we get in um Matt's car. I remember Matt drove us back to your house. Um, Mambo, Mambro. Yeah. Um, he looking out of the back of uh, he had that red was a Pontiac or something like that. I remember looking out of the back of his car, and the car behind us was like the size of a micro machine. I go, what the hell is going on right now? Because I thought that those mushrooms were bunk or weren't working or whatever, because it had been two hours. And then all of a sudden, like when we left, these things kick in. And then by the time we get to your house, you're like about to pass out and I'm just starting this journey. So I look over at you and you're like already sleeping and you have like your blanket over you. And I look at your blanket and it's just this big fish's like face comes off the blanket. This like group, I would, I would say it looked like a grouper. Now It was a panfish. Now I don't again, know which this one. is obviously, you know, under the influence of psychedelics. This is just weird stuff happening. This is my first time tripping and so then then at the time i i don't smoke cigarettes but back then i used to dabble uh once in a while and i was remember smoking one of those turkish uh flavored ones you know they used to come in those like tins the oh yeah turkish delights i think they might be called oh they were they were a delight all right (laughs) um and they had like different flavors i think it was like coffee flavored or something like that but i remember smoking it and then I, i remember looking at the tip you know like where the uh cherry is mm-hmm. and it looked like the head of like uh a little face you know like um what's that skateboard company where that's like a flame uh yeah it looked like that but more i want to say something with this with an ass split or yeah i don't remember um but it looked like that it looked like a little face in like a flame you know almost like a little not devil face because devils have horns but just like a little 
I don't even know how to explain it, but that was super weird. And that whole experience kind of changed my whole perception of what reality could be in the sense that I know I'm under the influence of psychedelics. I know that that's what these things do. They cause hallucinations. Spitfire. Yeah, spitfire. There you go. They cause hallucinations. But at the same time, um, this was opening up a door of weirdness to me that other I was more perceptive to things you know later on in my life so that was one of the weirder ones for sure um I'm trying to think go to the if you go to the episode um psychedelics and uh um the Truman Show effect episode we did two episodes ago uh with Jack and in there I talk about one of my MDMA experiences with je- jellyfish and stuff like that. So yeah, which apparently uh, are somewhat common. Yeah, so definitely check out that. That's one of them. I don't want to repeat it um, because well, that's fine. Put the link in the we, above right yeah, here. We just talked about it. Um, and then so when it comes to these things, again, a lot of them have to do with altered states of mind. I've never had besides the first story I told or the first two stories I told, I don't think I've had anything that wasn't related to meditation or psychedelics or um, anything like that. But there's a weird state of mind when you're like in the dark alone or you feel like you're scared. I feel like your mind is more geared towards, um, I don't even know how to explain it, but you know, we've mentioned the experience. Well, the, we've I've talked about it before that 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 idea that you're running up the stairs in the dark when you're a kid, um, and you feel like something's chasing you. And I'm not saying yeah, the dragon's. Dead. I don't really get that feeling now, but when you're in, alone in the dark, like if, sometimes if I walk out to my kitchen in the middle of the night and get some water or something, I have like skylights and I look out. You know, I I just sometimes I think to myself like, what if I did see something weird? Like, what would I do? You know, I don't know. Right. I think something like that, but. Um, so you've never had anything where something like just insane happened in front of you, like not even in a normal state of mind. You could have been on psychedelics. You could have, I find that shocking that you only, that you of all people only have fresh prints and, uh, <laughs> and, uh, a light flicker. Yeah. Again, my mom's had more experiences than I have. Well, yeah, we've talked about that on that goat, the episode we did on like ghosts or whatever you're when she at the, um, up at Harson's Har- Island, yeah, Harson's Island, which weird shit happens up there. Is that, is that, yeah, I know it's crazy. Is it's that like where Rob jumped pretty- out the window for no reason? Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. Maybe. Again, he's. I, I wish I had more stories, but I'm not gonna sit up, sit here and make up a no, celebrity ghost story for you. I don't want you to make up. I was just curious because no, I hear you. A lot of people, even though, even scientific, you know, like Michael Shermer, who's a skeptic by trade, has had weird experiences that can't be explained. With that that story about the radio that he fixed for his wife that wasn't working, and then on their wedding day, her dad that had passed, their song was playing. You know, stuff like that, like a weird. Um, just completely weird, you know, stuff that you can't explain. For me, um, again, I think the psychedelic aspect is is important because uh, it opened up my eyes of like what could be or maybe there's more. Um, mm-hmm. The Melchizedek thing's weird. When we were camping, you kept yelling that thing, and then I had that experience in that tent later that night. I felt like that was more extraterrestrial or ultra terrestrial or whatever in nature in the sense that 
I definitely was under the influence, but I was definitely feeling um something there and the fact that you had maybe it was the fact that you were mentioning it so many times or yelling it yeah that's definitely a possibility that it gets in, right it gets in your mind kind of a thing and I, uh-huh. so I uh, this is what I've been trying to balance there are all these weird things and synchronicities and weird experiences and whatever they may be are they that or are they products of our own imagination and consciousness and again, you mentioned experience. So even if that is, they are products, does that even matter? Yeah. And if it doesn't matter, you know, if it does matter, if they are or not, then okay, then that's, we get it. It's it's our brain. If it not, then what does that mean? Does that mean that anything is possible? And some people believe that, you know, the belief in uh, magic and intent and visionary kind of thinking in in those regards. So, um yeah. Yeah, there's a direct cor- correlation with dreams too, because some people think they mean something, some people think they're going somewhere else, and you know, other people just think it's a subconscious thing. So that seems to have a direct relationship to some of the things we're talking about here. Right. Um. Do you know anybody that's had that? Can you think of anything that you have been around? Like I know your sisters had that weird. Uh, UFO experience, but is there anything else that you know, like that's been directly, whether a family member or somebody that's been directly affected by this, or I think everybody's had has some kind of strange story. That's why I'm surprised that I'm one of the one of the lamer ones. But yeah, I've, like my mom's seen a ghost. My sister said she has an experience with some alien thing. Um, we got to get her on to get more in depth with that, but. For most of the people that I have tight relationships with, which isn't, you know, some of my friends, I don't get this deep with them, but I'm sure if I did that most people would have some kind of strange encounter. Now, is that because people's brains are always functioning at different levels and which allows gaps and and the memory is very weird. So people remember things differently. A light in the woods could be an alien. I don't know. Hmm. It's hard to trust the human senses, as we've said before. Yeah, that goes back to our pre-Socratic uh, episodes with Parmenides, this idea that our senses fail us. There's no way of, you know, everything's always in constant change and flux anyways, and there's no actual way of knowing true reality because it's constantly evolving. Right. Um, yeah, it's tough, man. It's tough to put your finger on it. That's why it's called weird. <laughs> Uh, so, I mean, in, in most people's, you know, we've had people on here that have UFO experiences. We've had people on here that have had psychedelic experiences. They can't explain, um, whether they are, um, you know, it's DMT and they're, they're dealing with the entities or if it's meditation and they're visualizing and seeing things, or if it's lucid dreaming and, um, there's this in-between reality kind of a thing. Um, mm-hmm. I think that why are, why are we fascinated as people, number one, as human beings and does it mean anything? Uh, you know, does our last episode, we just talked about like spirituality and purpose. Like does, does this have a meaning or are these just actual things that just happen that are artifacts or whatever that don't actually matter in the scheme of things? Um, I don't know the answer to that, but I think that when you look at these things objectively 
there are some bunk ones and people obviously lie and there are people that make up stories or embellish and stuff like that. But we've talked to enough people that I believe wholeheartedly believe that what they're saying is true. So in, in return, I believe. Well, to them it is true. Well, that's what I'm saying. And so in return, I believe them. So what does that mean though? Is, is there, what's going on, I guess, is, is, is it the metaphysical? Is it again, our brain creating this, if our brain's creating that and is uh, the potential of that means that we're capable of probably a lot more, which when you're talking about being able to predict what fresh prince of episodes coming on <laughs> pre precognition doesn't seem that crazy. And in, in, when you start talking about those things. So, um, yeah, again, this narrow gap of what's real and the metaphysical. And then you've got people like Rupert Sheldrick and Dean Radin, and they're actually trying to scientifically study and explain these phenomena, whether it's, um, uh, strange ghosts and energy or UFOs or, uh, stuff along those lines. So, um, we've done 111. This is the 111th episode. Um, magic number. And the whole goal is to focus on all these weird and strange experiences. So with the near death stuff, Dr. Eben Alexander and all of Dr. Penny Sartori's experiences with the, the near death stuff. Um, even if, if let's just say hypothetically they were, it, I don't think it could be the case in Dr. Eben Alexander's um, personal story, but um, even if a lot of near death experiences were endogenous dmt or endogenous chemical releases that still doesn't rule out the fact that something mystical is still happening and that's weird you know like what would be uh -huh. the evolutionary purpose of that um in that regard so i don't know lots of weird stuff um that's what our middle name is <laughs> uh i want to i want to know um how we got here though you know i think about that too like we started, I don't think you're going to know, but we, bro. we started off the episode with like this idea of like superstition, right? Like this, I'm going to shoot a hockey puck and I'm going to go shoot the scores and it goes in, or you're going to predict, you know, fresh prints or whatever. Now uh -huh. is like religion or these ideas or believing in something bigger. Is that superstition? You know, there's cause we're, we're putting labels on things that, we can't explain and saying that this could be the possible explanation. So therefore we're going to keep doing these things or whatever the case may be, you know, in sports superstitions, wearing the same sock or, um, yelling the same thing or whatever the case may be, having your, your favorite spot on the couch while you watch a game, uh, you do these things cause you believe it'll have some sort of effect. Um, I'd like to see, We've talked about the the tests that they've done with to see if people can or know if somebody's staring at them. It would be interesting to see the effects if somebody with the superstitions and stuff like that with sports that probably has no effect. Yeah, so I, I don't that, think that. But there's... that would be hard. I think that would be a lot harder to quantify too because superstitions are kind of personal in a way too. And what you know, you could just talk to people and see what percentage of people are superstitious and then go about it that way. I think that. I think humans love the, to have the the thought that they have the the control over a sporting event by them wearing the right jersey or something. You think? I think we like pumping ourselves up with power, but so you think that that's the so, so then why wouldn't that translate into what we're talking about then too? So, but in a way that's kind of maybe opposite it does. It's saying it's saying that when you have one of these experiences, it would suggest that we don't have the power. So it, is it that we want the power or we don't want the power? 
I guess. Do you know what I'm saying? So like this idea that you, yeah. you just saw a UFO, whether it was an actual UFO or a plane, or let's say it was an extraterrestrial, then that's you kind of imagining that there is something bigger or greater than you. So you're saying we want the power, but in, we create these things like God and um, gods. and, and Yeah, that's interesting, man. It's like we want the power because we want to be a part of the, the game in some, some regard, but then when bad stuff starts happening, we don't want the power. We want someone else to worry about it. Yeah. Uh, it's That's pretty interesting. I've never thought that, but... Hmm. And then I've mentioned this before too. Let's suggest, let's say that, so there's all those military videos, um, the go fast, the gimbal video and the Tic Tac videos. And then you have uh, David Fravor's accounts and all these pilots accounts. Um, they're trained. They know what they're seeing. There's no possible way it could be anything that they know of or, or what they know that we have. So it's either some super, you know, top secret thing that we've invented or another country's invented, or it is something anomalous that comes from a different planet or dimension or whatever the case may be. Um, so that we know that, that that's happening now, you know, are we going to get answers? Who knows? It, it's, <laughs> you have to the stars Academy, you have Dr. Stephen Greer, you have all these independent, you have, you know, ufologists. And then you've got like the David Fravers and the people involved with the military and their experiences. So you've got a lot of stuff going on right now. It'll be interesting to see what comes out of it. Uh, a lot of people think that, um, it's us. And this is all just part of this back and forth game with the military and the government and stuff. And then other, well, there's a lot of, there's a lot of questions that arise if it is us. So there's right. And then you have researchers like Dr. Michael Masters that we've had on in his book, Identified Flying Object, that literally thinks that they are us, that they're time travelers right. from the future coming back for whatever reason. Um, so there's that theory as well. Um, yeah, that's crazy. And we've talked about that. I've thought about that for sure in the past. Um, I know Joe Rogan likes to talk about that too. He's like this idea that we're getting less hair and and small right, bigger right. brains yeah, it kind of fits the mold yeah, of how we are evolving exactly so um to, no it's a, it's, a, it's a crazy thought but it, there's definitely some truth to it right or some truth to the ideas right um so and then the other other thing that i think that i've had happen again in in an altered state was meditation i was well okay no this one was a lucid dream I started to meditate and then I fell asleep and then I woke up and then I fell back asleep. And then that's when this happened, which was I'm laying like paralyzed in like a red desert. And then there's like a UFO or saucer like hovering to my left, like a few hundred yards away. Um, and that's, I don't know what it meant, but I would like couldn't move. And that thing was just hovering there. And it started like, again, I started off as meditation fell asleep, woke back up, then fell back asleep. So I assume that this was a lucid dream state based on um, my other experiences. Yeah. What does that mean, though? I don't know. It could just be part of the dream. It could be in my mind. It could be the fact that I constantly think about these topics. It could be the fact that... Well, I think that has a lot to do with it, for sure. The crazy, the crazy end of it would be maybe I was, you know contacting or remote viewing this thing or who you know maybe it was mars maybe it was out west here where all that stuff happens in the desert you know who knows i don't know uh-huh um i 
like to keep an open mind. I'm not against. Uh, I like to hear all theories unless they're just like way out of the realm of possible. Like there's no way to quantify it or, um, you know, I like to hear people. Well, it could be all in your head, but then again, the whole universe could be in your head in the first place. So could be. What does that mean? Do, do, do. Yeah, I just, I, I find it so hard to believe that, that you've only had two. I mean, and not that I've had so many either, and even the ones that I have had are not, um, it's not like I touched a UFO or a UFO that came down in my yard or something crazy like that, but um, I think it's interesting to think about for sure, but I do think it's crazy. Yeah, and I've been backpacking in some remote zones. Yeah, and... you've been backpacking, you've camped, we've been camping for years together. You've never had anything happen on the camping trip that was like super weird? Nope, just antelope. <laughs> um, I'll, and moose. I'll tell you what, this last year you were super weird, super weird, falling all over the place, pissing all over yourself, getting dr- Jesus, man. drunk as hell. Yeah. No, you didn't piss That's on yourself, exactly but I did over I did hear you scurrying about through the forest. So, like, when you camp in, like, the camping space, it's a little bit cleared out. I heard this kid trampling through the poison ivy in the dark, all drunk, trying to find the toilet in the middle of the night. <laughs> Ah, yeah, I was disoriented. Oh, <laughs> uh, that was funny. Because I kept hearing you go, ah, ah, you're getting like whacked on bushes and stuff like that. Definitely wasn't my best self. I'm surprised you didn't find, I'm surprised you actually found your way there, number one, and found your way back. I think that's pretty. You... Well, I think I woke up. I think I was half asleep when it started, and then I came to. You used that. And, uh... and I got my facilities put together. Yeah, that was interesting. You, you used your. Uh... Fresh Prince of Bel Air cognition to get, to get through the woods in the dark. Yeah, that was that episode where Carlton takes a dump. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, I want to hear. I, I like hearing people's experiences. Though. So let's do that. Let's actually make this part of our show going forward, where at the end of every episode, whoever we're interviewing. Let's ask him, you know, the, what's the weirdest thing that's ever happened to him? And if I want to save those juicy tidbits for that Patreon, though, which we have a couple, we of, have a couple uh, of them on there. But let's make that. I have other things that we can do for that. But let's do, let's add this into the show because I want to hear. Even I don't care who it is, the most rational person, the most rational person we have on to the most irrational. I want to hear. I want to hear that because I want to know, and then I want to, you know take that in and chew on that yeah um but uh yeah that's all i got on this one we just wanted to get all our weirdness out there and then yeah we'll add this into the show and make it part of the end of every show where we unless it's just the two of us if it's somebody we're interviewing we'll ask them what's the weirdest thing that's ever happened to them sounds good yeah i like that one one one. Oh yeah one one one. It's a synchronicity. Eleven eleven. Yeah, that's that that's is a weird. Synchronicity I, people have a lot. That for a while, that was that's a weird thing that was happening to me. For when I was first, when we first started the podcast, and I was researching all this stuff, I'd be like researching or reading the most esoteric thing, and then I'd look over at the clock and be like eleven eleven. I'd be like, holy shit, what does this mean? You know, I think so. We're geared we're geared towards that. Is it superstition? Is it ritualistic? Is it something programmed into us? Who knows? Is it supranatural? Supra-natural. So far past supernatural. Um so yeah, so that's that's the case here. But um we'll uh 
You guys have a good weekend. Check us out. At Smash that like button. Smash the like button. Subscribe to our channel. Uh, check us out on Patreon, patreon.com slash Mike and Maurice. For $2 a month, you'll get exclusive videos and audio. Uh, check us out on our website, Mike and Maurice Mind Escape.com. And uh, if you want to interact with us on social media, just follow us and shoot us a message. Also, if you're listening on one of the audio platforms, Spotify, Stitcher, iTunes, whatever it may be, please subscribe and leave us a nice review. We appreciate that. And um, that's it. We'll catch you guys next week. You guys have a good weekend. Cheers. Peace.